Hello, brothers and sisters, and God bless you. It's Overcomer Ashley Kelly here, representing the Overcoming Power Ministries. We thank God for bringing us through another week, waking us up to see a brand new day that we haven't seen before. But most of all, we thank God for another opportunity to share his word with you. Pastor Kelly and the Overcoming Power Ministries are so excited that you are tuning in with us. It is not by chance that you are listening on this morning, because God has a word for each of you on today. We pray that something is said that will take you higher and deeper in the Lord Jesus. We welcome you to send us an email and become part of our mailing list. If you have prayer requests, send those in too at overcomingpowerministries at gmail.com. That's overcomingpowerministries at gmail.com because you too are an overcomer. Now I ask you to lend us your ears as I introduce to you a powerful man of God who has set out to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. I introduce to you, Pastor Kelly. God bless you, my friends and my brothers. We thank God for another chance, another opportunity to come and share the word of God with you. Amen. This is Pastor Kelly. Amen. And I'm just grateful to the Lord. Amen. I'm grateful. Amen. For eternal life. Amen. I believe that I have it. I believe that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for my salvation. I thank God that he touched my heart. I thank God that, amen, he drew me to the foot of Calvary. Amen. The Bible says we only love him because he loved us first. And I thank God that he loved me so much so that one day I raised my hand to say, amen. Nothing in my hands I bring, simply to the cross I cling. Amen. And I confess Christ as my Savior. And I thank God for that this morning. Amen. We're happy. Amen. We thank God for joy in our souls and peace in our minds. Amen. We thank God that we lay down at night. Amen. Our sleep is sweet. Amen. What a joy. What a blessedness. Amen. What a joy divine leaning on the everlasting arm. Amen. Hallelujah. And we thank God. Amen. For the joy of the Lord because it is our strength. Amen. Amen. Our relationship with Christ is not based on what is or is not happening. Amen. But our relationship with Christ is based on who he is. Amen. And we thank God for the covenant that he left for us, right? When we think about the old covenant or the old testament, the new covenant or the new testament, amen. As I said last week, we thank God that he gave us his word. Amen. And he says, before my word passes away, heaven and earth, amen, will pass before my word passes. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. That is a strong commitment. Amen. I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but he says before one jot or tittle of my word fails, heaven and earth will pass away. Glory to God. So that's the God that stands behind who he is and what he says. Amen. I talked last week a little bit about the immutable attribute of God and that he cannot lie. And the fact that he's given us his word, it's not just a word. It's not just a poem. It's not just literature. It's not just prose. Amen. From amen, the, the, the first or the pre uh, 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 first century age. Amen. But it is the covenant. Amen. Our God, 
The only true and living God thought enough of us to engage us in a covenant. Who am I that thou art mindful of me? Hallelujah to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. But he loves us so much. He is so committed to us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That he engages us in a covenant. He makes a promise to us. Glory to God. And we can find the provisions of that covenant in the word of God. Amen. I pray to God that you're taking some time, that you're reading, that you're studying the word of God. I pray that you're doing that. We thank God for another week in the kingdom of God. We thank God. Amen. For this season. Amen. Jesus is the reason for the season. In the name of Jesus, amen. We thank God, amen. Hallelujah to the Lord Jesus, amen. We thank God that Jesus is the reason, and not just for, amen, the season between, amen, Thanksgiving holidays and the new year, but Jesus is the reason for the season 12 months a year. Glory to God, amen. Stick that in your hip pocket and think on that this week. Jesus is the reason, hallelujah to God, where would I be if he didn't love me? Glory to God, hallelujah. The Bible says it is in him that we live and we move and we have our being. Amen. With that being said, Jesus is the reason for spring, summer, winter, spring, summer, and fall. We thank God for that. Amen. Amen. We pray that you are being blessed. Amen. We're praying for the radio audience. I'm still waiting on you to send me your prayer request. Amen. Amen. Prayer can only help you. Amen. And we believe God. Amen. We're not just praying. Amen. For the ritual of praying. Amen. We're not just praying. Amen. For the religion of praying. But we're praying because we believe that we serve an awesome God who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think. Hallelujah to the Lord. And we are praying because he told us to pray. He said men ought always pray and not faint. Amen. He said pray without ceasing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we take our petitions to him because he said, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. So we're praying and we're believing God. Amen. We're praying with expectation. We're praying. Amen. We're looking for God to, amen, to, 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 to respond. Hallelujah to the Lord. We're not going to spend a lot of time on that. We've covered that a couple of months ago. Amen. He will respond. He might not respond when you want him, but he'll respond. He might not respond how you want him, but he will respond. Hallelujah to God. He's an interactive God. He said on one occasion, before you call, I'll answer. Glory to God. And we thank God for that. We thank God for him answering prayers. And amen. The jobs are coming. Hallelujah to God. People are being, amen, moved forward and moved upward and moved onward. Amen. The people that we've been praying for, their bodies are being healed. The Lord is sustaining them. Hallelujah to God. We have testimony. We have eyewitnesses. Glory to God. We have personal witnesses that prayer still works. Glory to God. And I just want to encourage somebody out there is doubting the power of prayer. You've prayed, my friends and my brothers, I encourage you to go back and pray again. Amen. Don't be so quick to give up on God. 
Hallelujah. And I'm a firm believer that if we truly love him, anything that we love, anyone that we love, we're going to be patient. Amen. We've invested our love in it. We've invested our love and affection in that individual. So guess what? When they don't come through, when they don't come across the line the way we thought that they should have the first time, we're not giving up on them, right? Because we're committed. Glory to God. I pray that somebody is being equally, hallelujah, as patient with God. Amen. And I tell you right now, amen. When he does show up, when he does come, it's going to be worth the wait. Amen. And we pray that the Lord is blessing you. Let's go back to the book of Philippians. Amen. That's where we ended up last week. Amen. The book of Philippians, the fourth chapter. Amen. We read in your hearing just one verse. I tried to give you some context. I tried to give you some backdrop. Amen. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time doing that. Amen. This week, but we, because we did it last week, but let's go back. Let's just go, amen, to the King James Version. Well, amen. We may refer to the New Living Translation. Philippians, the fourth chapter, verse 19. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. So last week we left off talking about this verse and I said that, amen, this is one of those verses where you really have to do some research to appreciate the essence of the text. Amen. I know we get excited. You know, um, I shared that when I was a kid growing up at the Kelly's Temple Church of Christ, amen, in Brooklyn, New York, amen, you need to go and stop by, amen, 176 Saratoga Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, if you're ever in the city of New York or in Brooklyn, the borough of Brooklyn, amen, go by and visit my home church, amen, Kelly's Temple, 176 Saratoga Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, where Pastor, amen, Ed Wallace, Bishop Ed Wallace Thomas is the pastor. Amen. When I grew up in that church on Friday nights, we would have scripture showers. Amen. Our pastor gave out scriptures. Amen. And he wanted us to commit the word of God to memory. Amen. And this was one of the favorite, right? This is one that somebody, amen, quoted, you know, no doubt, you know, many people. It's easy to memorize and it's one that gets us really excited. My God. God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. And you notice the way it's written, right? I told you the Apostle Paul wrote this to the Philippians. So he wanted the Philippians to know it's God that's going to supply your need. That's number one. I just want to take a, you know, I, I want to just take a little bit of a break right there. Amen. So many of us, amen, find, amen, especially in this day and time, in this economy, right? In the, the age that we're living in, in the society that we, we're living in. Amen. There is, we're, we're more, our society is more educated. It's more advanced. Although we're in, amen, we're, 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 they say we're coming out of a recession, right? It seems as though that, that, that particular uh, assessment of things tends to vacillate, right? It seems as though you hear one week that we're out of the recession. Then, you know, a couple of weeks later, you hear that not completely out of the woods yet. Then you hear the next week that the recovery is coming along nicely. And then you hear that we're still in a recession. And so we don't know, right? But the point becomes in the midst of that, we're still living, amen, in the wealthiest society, Amen. We're wealthier now than our forefathers were. Amen. 
uh, from an overall standpoint, right? I know a lot of us are going through, you know, from an individual perspective, but there are more millionaires, there are more billionaires today than there was 25 years ago. So although our society is, 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 um, is, you know, suffering from, amen, the throes of a recession, amen, over the last five to six years. From an overall perspective, our society is more advanced, it's more educated, hallelujah to God, and it's a wealthier society. And as such, we tend to look to some of the things, some of the, 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 the aspects, right? We tend to look at, amen, some of the resources that the unbelievers look to to supply our need. Amen. But Paul scripts it out here nicely. He says, I want you to know your needs are going to be met, but I want you to see God as the provider, as the supplier of your need. Glory to God. Hallelujah to God. If you see God as the supplier, hallelujah, then you know you're going to always have, right? If we see God as the supplier, then we know we're going to always have. Hallelujah to God. Amen. Go back. Amen. To 1987. Amen. Um, when the market crashed. Right. Amen. There were many who saw their bank accounts, who saw their investment portfolios. Hallelujah. As the source of their needs. Amen. And it vanished in one day. Think about the recession. There were many who were banking or retiring, amen, within the next two years. But when the stock market went crazy in 2008, amen, when the housing market brought the economy to a halt, right? Hallelujah to God. All of a sudden, amen, the six-digit, the seven-digit 401k accounts, amen, diminished. And many people had to delay, defer their retirement because their fallen ones didn't have enough. Amen. Hallelujah to God. And those are the kinds of things that happen when we see the market, when we see Dow Jones, when we see the bears and the bulls from a Wall Street perspective as the source of our needs, as a supplier of our need. Glory to God. But I wonder if I have a witness listening to me this morning that knows that God, the great God, Jehovah, amen, that if he be our supplier, we know, hallelujah to God, that demand is never going to exceed his supply. Glory to God. And we're going to always have what we need. That's another word that comes to mind, right? But my God shall supply all your need. Glory to God. Didn't say wants and wishes and desires. It said need. I left off last week saying that when he goes to supply that need, he doesn't go to his pile of junk. You know, he goes to the pile that's labeled his glorious riches. So when he goes to supply your needs, he goes to give his best. Hallelujah. I get excited about that. That's why I said this particular scripture is one that people really get excited about. Hallelujah to God. I remember, you know, um, at a time in my life, I had lost a lot of weight. And one of my brothers who was slimmer than I, amen, he had a lot of clothes. And he says, you know, you can have some of my clothes. I said, okay. And my brother is a really, really good dresser. I was really excited that my brother was going to give me some of his clothes. But when he went to supply my need, he went to the pile of things that he didn't want to wear anymore. That's not how God does it, right? That's not what we're talking about here. It says that when he goes to supply our need, he supplies our need from the pile 
That's called his riches and glory. I want you to get excited about that, my friends and my brothers. Hallelujah to God. You know, I was thinking the other day, I was telling my wife, I thank God for the church. I thank God that he gave us the church. Amen. I thank God for Christ. I thank God for being saved. I thank God for this age. I thank God for living in the 21st century. Amen. But one of the things that I thank God for throughout my life, hallelujah, is the church. I thank God that he gave us the vehicle, that he gave us, amen, the body of Christ called the church. Amen. Hallelujah to God. Didn't make a million dollars off the church. Hallelujah. Not on the church's payroll. Hallelujah to God. Never had the church to put me on a plane. Amen. And send me to Hawaii. Send me to Spain. Send me to Japan. Never had any of those things from the church. But what I did get from the church, hallelujah to God, was teachings. Hallelujah. I got something that has grounded me. I got, amen, something that has showed me the roadmap to heaven. I've gotten a GPS, hallelujah, that's directing me from this earth, from this life, amen, to the next life and I've got a boatload of joy that will exceed, that will over exceed any trip, any amount of monetary dollar figure that you can come up with, the joy, hallelujah, the fulfillment and the peace that I've gotten out of the church cannot be compared, cannot be measured from a dollars and cents perspective. Thank God for the church, hallelujah. Thank God for a God that gives us the songs of Zion. When we're going through, hallelujah to God. When we get to those points in our life where we think that life is not worth living, when we think we can't make it another day, he gives us a song. There's a song that belongs to us. It does not belong to the unbeliever. It does not belong to the world. Thank God for the church. Hallelujah. Because in the church, in the body of Christ, hallelujah, if we abide in the vine, glory to God. Hallelujah. There is peace. Hallelujah. He gives us a song. Remember when the children of Israel were carried off to Babylon? What did the Babylonians say? They mocked them, right? They said, sing us one of the Lord's songs. And they said, well, how can we sing in this strange land? How can we sing the songs of, of our God in this strange land called Babylon? Hallelujah to God. But how many know that our God gives us songs? He gives us joy. Hallelujah, that whether we're on the mountaintop or down in the valley, hallelujah, it does not matter. Amen. And the peace of God that surpasseth all understanding. I'm getting ahead of myself. That's what we're going to talk about. I'm making my way to that verse. Let's just go there. In Philippians, right? I want you to look there, right? Hallelujah to God. Verse 7. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I'm ultimately making my way there, but I'm not there yet. Go back down to 19. So he says, my God shall supply all of your need. Amen. And he goes to this pile called my riches and my glory, right? To supply that need. And I just said, he goes to give us his best. Amen. You can't put a price tag on peace, my friends and my brothers. You can't put a price tag on the songs of Zion, the songs that know how to bridge the gap that takes us from doom and gloom, amen, to peace and to gladness. Amen. You can't, you can't put a price tag on that, my friends. There's nothing better than that. 
Amen. I, I heard an old song along, it's probably about 20 years ago. It says, what the best things in life are free. Hallelujah to God. My friends and my brothers, that might or may not be true. All I know that the scripture says is the best. The, the, every good and perfect, not just the best, but the perfect gift comes from above. Glory to God. That, that's, that, that's my preference. Maybe the best things in life are free. Amen. If that's the thing that floats your boat. But the thing that floats my boat is that the word of God tells me that every good and perfect gift comes from above. So when he goes to supply that need, he goes to this pile called his riches and glory. Now, I said that last week, you're going to have to go back and read chapters 1, 2, and 3 to really appreciate this. Now, when Apostle Paul wrote this letter to the Philippians, right, he wrote this letter because he had had some history with them. Now, when you go back into chapters 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3, you're going to see him giving the church at Philippians a lot of accolades. Amen. He's going to be praising them. Amen. Because there was a time in his life where he really needed to depend upon the saints. Amen. As I mentioned to you, Paul was, on multiple occasions, we have a great testimony right from his ministry, but th there's a song that says, amen, sometimes you don't know my story, amen, you really have got to understand Paul's story, and you're going to get a lot of that color from the book of Acts, and when you go to the book of Acts, you're going to find that what, he was not, he was shipwrecked a couple of times, amen, you're going to find that he was beat up and left for dead a couple of times. He was imprisoned multiple times. Amen. This man went through a lot. So there was a period in his life where he really needed to depend upon the saints for his support, for his subsistence. And if you read into what Paul's saying, there were times when the support didn't come from those that he thought the support was going to come from. But it was the Philippians that came through. It was the Philippians that sent money to him while he was in jail. It was the Philippians, amen, the church at Philippi, Philippi that took up an offering, for lack of a better term, to support him during some of his dire times. So he writes the book of Philippians to thank them. He writes the book of Philippians to encourage them. And in doing so, he gives this great verse that we love to. To repeat, my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. But if you don't search the scripture, if you don't search, scratch the surface, you're going to be under the misguided conception that this particular verse 19 belongs to everybody. My friends and my brothers, this is one of those special ones. Now, so Paul spends a couple of moments, he spends a couple of chapters thanking them for their generosity, and then he lands on verse 19. So in other words, what he's saying is, before we get any further, before we get so excited, you've got to be blessable. You've got to be the type and kind of person that God can bless. If he's going to supply Hallelujah. The, 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 you know, all of your need according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah to God. That scripture is applicable to those who are blessing others. Are you with me, beloved? 
Paul gave. Paul was on the receiving side. The Philippians were giving of their substance to bless him. And as a result of them blessing him, he tells them, God is going to restock your supply. Hallelujah. You took from the, your supply and supplied my need. Now, my God, hallelujah, but, that's why that but is there, my God is going to supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Are you bringing the two together? What am I saying, Pastor Kelly? I talked about the principles of sowing and reaping. What you put out comes back, right, last week. Amen. We talked about that. What I'm trying to say to you, my listening radio audience is, when you give of your substance to others, then you qualify for the Philippian 4 and 19 blessing. Glory to God. That scripture is applicable to you. But if you're one that shuts up your bowels of mercy, if you hold tight, if you're not uh, one of the more uh, if you're not prone to giving, the Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive, right? That's what the Word of God says. Don't hate me. Don't get upset with Pastor Kelly this morning. I'm bringing the Word of God to set you free. And some of us are wondering why, you know, some things are not coming back to us. I'm here to encourage you in the Word, in the Lord, so that, amen, you can open up, amen, the faucet of blessings so that they can come your way. He says to the Philippian church, because you blessed me in my time of need, God is going to supply all of your needs. So as they emptied out their buckets, as they emptied out their refrigerators, as they emptied out and helped others who were in need, Paul, he needed them, God is going to replenish, he's going to restock from his pile called my riches and my glory. So my friends and my brothers, I'm encouraging you today, amen, especially during this time and season, right? Amen. This is the time, amen, to open up and to share with those who are less fortunate. Don't worry about it, amen. What did the prophet Elijah tell the widow, right? He said, listen, I need you to make me a cake, right? She says, I just have enough flour and oil. I'm going to make this cake for my son. He and I are going to eat this cake and we're going to die. It was a famine in the land. And the prophet said, listen, I appreciate all of that, but make my cake first. Hallelujah to God. Now, it seems like he really put her in an awkward position, but she walked in obedience to the word, to the man of God, right? And the Bible said that when she obeyed what the prophet told her, that she had enough oil and meal in her barrel to last until the famine was over. What you put out comes back. I want to make sure you hear me. I want to make sure that you're understanding. I want to make sure that you're appreciating the word of God. Amen. He told that the prophet said, make my cake first. And when she did, the Bible said that, amen, throughout the duration of that famine, hallelujah to God, they had enough to live on while everybody else was going through difficult times because she supplied the needs of another. 
Guess what? The Lord met her need and sustained her throughout the duration of the famine. So the prophet here says, listen, my God is going to supply your need. Hallelujah. But the message is to them because they were givers. So during this time, my friends and my brothers, I'm going to encourage you. Open up. Share with those who are less fortunate. Don't worry about that. God is going to come through. Amen. God is going to come through. As you bless others, he'll bless you. In Jesus' name, I want you to be blessed, and I want you to do that. All right? That's all we have time for today. We're going to dig into this some more. Amen. We're going to enjoy this book of Philippians. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this audience, God. I thank you, O oh God, for those, amen, who want to trust you more. And I pray, O oh God, that you're going to strengthen and enable them to step out on faith. Somebody's saying, Pastor Kelly, I will, but I just don't have it. God, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you to enable them, oh God, to be a blessing to someone else because your word tells us that it's more blessed to give than receive. And we're going to trust you to take care of us, amen, after we've taken care of others. Father, I pray that if there's one that does not know you and the pardon of their sins, that you'll touch their heart, God, that you'll come into their life, oh God, that they'll surrender, that they'll accept you as their personal Savior, that they'll confess their sin, that they'll confess you as their Lord and Savior from this time forth, even forevermore. In Jesus' name, my friends and my brothers, be blessed, be safe, be saved, be ready when he comes. Thank you for tuning in with us this week. We are so grateful you decided to spend time out of your day with us. And for those who just repeated the sentence prayer, we welcome you to the body of Christ. We would love to hear from you and add you to our prayer list so that we can pray for your spiritual growth and your walk with Christ. We pray something was said today that encouraged your soul, strengthened your faith, and blessed you beyond measure. To all our listeners, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or just some encouraging words, please email us at overcomingpowerministries at gmail.com. Pray for us here at Overcoming Power Ministries, and we will be praying for you. God bless you and protect you. And remember, you are an overcomer.